Hi guys, welcome to Break the Silence with Morgan Tucker. And today we have a very, very, very special guest with us today, Mrs. Nirali Bhatia. And actually, this person actually means a lot to me, guys, because um, if you went through season two, um, episode one, you will understand whatever I went through because of bullying. And one of the people who actually helped me out while I was going through bullying and through the entire tra- traumatic experience was actually her. And it's not only how she helped me and she supported me, but it's also about how she actually helped me through various. Um, so she tried to actually make me understand what bullying was and why people do it. Because I was very, very, very confused back then. And I always thought and I always thought of myself being the problem where she made me understand that they are probably in some problem themselves, which is why they would affect us. So, um, Mrs. Nirali, how are you doing? Very well. Thank you so much, Marvin, for inviting me. Really glad you're here to give your inputs to all of us. So, um, I just had a question. So, when I came in contact with you and my very empowering journey that I had, um, could you just give like a brief introduction to people about what CyberBarp is all about? Once again, thank you, Marlene, and I'm really happy to see that from being a victim, you've turned yourself into a cyber warrior, and you've taken it uh, in your stride, and also, you know, taken up this initiative, which is really wonderful to uh, enlighten others, to educate others, and create a kind of support for other victims to go through this, which the numbers are really, really high. Yeah. Uh, coming to my organization, CyberBark uh, stands for Cyberbullying Awareness, Action and Prevention. We are an anti-cyberbullying organization. Uh, being into tech industry myself, uh, my uh, entire interaction with the cyber criminals or cyber perpetrators or users who behave inappropriate, mean, and rude in an online space began very early. Uh, I'm talking of almost 10, 15 years from now, but the context used to be different back then uh, because there was no social media. So it wasn't always very personal. Mm. However, even at work, uh, whether it would be related to their websites or related to the emails, we could you know, get the brunt of this. And uh, when this entire social media wave began in our country, uh, that's where, uh, you know, being a mother myself, when I had to give uh, a device which is internet enabled to my son, that was the first question that came that I'm giving him such a powerful device, but I need to educate him and I could do that. And I, I began thinking that, you know, I'm in the industry, I'm from this industry, I understand the pros and cons and maybe I'm able to do but how many more children are getting this kind of education for the various reasons such as communication, travel, planning, we all have to use smart devices. Mm. But not many of us really know what it could bring along as a package. So way back in 2014 onwards i or actually it was 13 or 14 somewhere uh, with a group of like-minded friends we started doing these nukkad nataks we used to call them which are role plays in the schools uh, making young children aware of 
what exactly bullying is in all its form hmm. bullying in the classroom has been an age old phenomenon i agree but at that point of time the impact used to be much lesser because there was a a scope where you could completely disassociate with the bully we could maintain that abstinence you know once you're out of the classroom you're not in touch with them unfortunately that's not the case today right uh, and yet you know at early age if we sensitize them the uh, it it really helps them helps them becoming more empathetic human beings so so early on we started with nukkad nataks and we used to experience that 20 minutes of our information sharing right would yeah. be you know succeeded by another half an hour of students wanting to share mm. what they have done or what they have experienced and this brought me to a point of like there is so much that these children have already experienced knowingly unknowingly they've also indulged into inappropriate behavior and they are having no one to talk to Right. and that's how the seed of cyber bab was sown and uh, we started as a facebook page where uh, the victims used to write uh, wanting to share what's happened with them and not just victims you know young young people who themselves have behaved inappropriately online later on when they realized that what they did was not right they would talk about it feel understood Right. And from from a Facebook page, we now have a full-fledged portal where the victims can write to us. We help them, we guide them, we counsel them, mm-hmm. uh, handhold them if they are doing up a police case. But the whole objective is, we want to really, really be there for anyone who has faced any kind of harassment online. Right. And I believe that's where we also came in touch. You know, I remember early lockdown was when you reached out to us as well uh, with you know what was happening in your life. Yeah, it's just it's so just this is our journey. Yeah, but it's just so nice to see that you know, um, apart from like like I I know I, I probably in America and different other countries you have like other websites and you have other people helping you out. but the one thing that actually helped me out over here was that i had someone to actually talk to and while i could actually tell you my issue it was not that i was going through it alone but with you so the way you guided me and, and the way you made me understand as to how they wouldn't matter to me a lot and it, it shouldn't affect me it was actually something like a takeaway for me in my life to be honest because you keep meeting someone or the other in life and you could you could probably not trust them in the beginning but there are few things that you actually stay with me and i'm pretty sure they'll stay throughout my life and i'm really grateful to that but thank you thank you so much and uh, i'm really glad that uh, in whatever ways we could we could help you so um i just have one question so what would be the worst case that would you would have probably come across that still gives you like a chilling blame to the social media so if i have to seriously just think of one case it's very difficult because every every victim who goes through this mm. for them it is something that is very very impacting disturbing hurtful and seeing them in distress itself becomes very uh, uncomfortable for us and that's where we want to be for them but mm. if i have to choose and say uh 
there have been there have been two such cases which have really really uh, impacted me uh, in, even at the personal level so one case was of very young girl uh last nine girl and uh, she became victim of online bullying just hmm. another form of bullying but a very devastating form devastating in a way that in grooming the perpetrators invest a lot of time in building a trustful relationship with their yeah. victims even in this girl's case she hmm. was made to believe that you know the perpetrator is in love with her there's so much trust there's so much confidence Uh, he also used to teach her online for her to you know improve her uh, weakness in certain subjects and that that kind of bond so it's very difficult for the victim to realize that i am being victimized right and she never realized so when the trust is developed uh, mm. obviously you know your your entire instinct and gut falls back Now in this case, he slowly groomed her to start sharing her very personal, intimate pictures. Oh my! And in trust, she did do that because he made her feel very special. He was very respectful all the time, so there was no room for her to even get that alarming sign that you know what am I doing or why am I sharing this and all. Yeah. And. in in no time you know so so while he invested months in building that relationship mm. and then when the threat started when the bullying started mm. is where she really could not realize that uh again that was she being a victim because the bullies make you believe that you have brought this on to them you are the one who has you know faltered so he also kept saying that you deserve this uh you're not worth my trust and all of it suddenly changed and then he used to actually blackmail her saying that if you don't give me more pictures and more videos i'm going to share this uh, online with your friends and i'm going to make them viral and so and so so that was that was really very hurtful and uh, you know i when i still remember the girl's case she just kept saying that it's why me all i my fault was that i really trusted this guy and i fell in love dude so that is and it still remains unsolved because not in in our indian societies very typically when the girls are victimized mm. not many parents are very encouraging to fight the cases yeah and that's that's where you really feel that you know these kind of perpetrators they take advantage of these situations the societal mindsets and they keep exploiting young girls so that yeah. is one case which was very disturbing for me to see such a young girl lose her virginity in front of a screen and then betrayed and bullied badly and there was another case which is still ongoing which is of a Uh, again she's a young student in her i think she's barely 20 years old and she is being uh, she's been a victim of uh, revenge pornography or sex torture we are still trying to identify either of the category in her case somebody is impersonating her and creating her profiles on pornographic websites 
sharing her personal number, sharing her residential address, chatting, impersonating her and inviting random people to her house. Right. So you can imagine the wow. flight of this uh, young girl. She's absolutely traumatized. Completely get that. And the case is still on. And it's, it's extremely because, you know, you know, the way internet works, from one side, it's replicated zillions of sites, not just, you know, millions or lakhs, it's zillions. Every day our team erases a few profiles and then there are tons of them coming up. While the investigation is parallelly going on, but uh, yeah. on internet, it's, it's really not easy. The unfortunate part is that your victimization also continues. Hmm. So, so it's literally like you know, in 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 very acute sense. If I have to say this was narration, she really feels she's been virtually raped every time someone calls her or texts her with all these sexual content. These two are really very very you know, uh, uh, you know, chilling for me also because we've not been able to give them the resolution. Right. We're still fighting for it. Mm. But I just have one question. When you guys actually end up helping us, what do you guys go through? Because you're literally putting yourselves under our shoes and trying to be who we are while we are the victims of bullying. So how are you trying to come up with solutions without actually getting affected by it? Because you see, like you told me these two stories. So you knowing that these are chilling stories, you trying to put yourself in her shoes and trying to actually understand what she goes through. How does that not affect you? Like how, how do you take it? Now that's that's where my training as a psychologist helps me. So not that I never went through this way back when you know almost a decade ago when I started my career uh, as a practicing psychotherapist and a counselor. Uh, my first case was also of a, a young girl, 22, 23, who uh, was you know addicted to substance was abusing herself with substances, multiple drugs. Mm. And uh, by the time she was brought, I mean, I used to work with a psychiatrist at one of the leading hospitals mm. uh, in Mumbai. And when she was brought over there, she was completely sloshed. She had lost her cognition. And a very devil and a very pretty, very bright, intelligent girl. So, Back then, when the first and the, there were two cases which I, at the same time, was working on. Another was of a young child who had OCD, uh, OCD of thoughts. He could not manage his repetitive thoughts. And the thoughts, uh, the OCD had developed to a level where he was hallucinating. He could hear the words and he was subjected to a lot of domestic violence in his house, which is what had led to this. So working with those two kids was very difficult for me and I used to come back home and I used to cry because I have a child of similar age. My child is 18 today. Back then he was barely 8 but he was going to be soon, you know, in that age where he could be one of them as well. And I felt like, why am I not able to help this kid? And and both both of them have been, I mean, we had to put them on medication. That was the condition. 
so with with experience with learning even when the doctor who i used to work with the psychiatrist he's who's one of the best teachers i ever got he really trained me in understanding that you know if if you're always going to uh take it on to you how do you put up a good work you have to uh, you know be very non judgmental you have to make sure that what cause you are aligned to first you do your duty and then you let your emotions get entangled with that so that's how we are trained for this work and uh, yes but the interns who work with me the volunteers who work with me uh when they have to you know work with the victims who have these kind of incidents to share they do find it difficult and we spend a lot of time even taking care of our interns so as you rightly said it's not easy always it's not easy to differentiate from others pain because our work involves that but yeah. it is the way you train yourself yeah. that's what all of us trained psychologists are uh, expertized in that you know we know where not to let it impact us personally otherwise we will lose our cause yeah, i completely to everything you said that's it's it, it it's so like knowledgeable that you could actually share such thoughts with us and i'm really glad that i have you on my podcast but um so despite you having come across so many um cases and issues mm-hmm. what would you um what kind of advice would you give listening to our podcast and what kind of advice would who's bullying someone and get the podcast so of course uh you know because i've been working in this field for a very long time you you see me as a little more balanced but i am really really uh, very happy very confident that the way you are filling up this, these other initiatives which put you onto that path yeah. and today with the opportunities that we have like we have podcast we have channels on youtube and instagram uh how how many children are really using it for its righteous purpose or a meaningful purpose not many so that's where i'm really proud of you moylan that you you actually using a powerful tool for the meaningful purpose if all the users online of the social media spaces where maximum bullying and trolling happens if we all start using this space not just for entertainment but also for something that is more meaningful something that is more uh, useful to other people we will eventually have uh, no bullying instances right i agree it's unfortunate that people get drawn only to the entertainment side of it mm. now, as a piece of advice what i would like to say is that uh, there is one very very strong and a powerful mantra that all the users of the internet not just social media must keep in mind or must be aware of that is the power of pause you must practice the pause before any action whether it is liking whether it is commenting whether it is posting whether it is uh, forwarding or sharing or creating any of this 
just practice that pause make it as your routine that every time you come across any content online whether it is humorous and you feel nice mm. or whether it is disturbing and you feel aggravated just pause give yourself that 5 7 seconds to pause what the pause does is it breaks the emotional trigger that is created by the content that you have witnessed on a digital screen so this is how cyberspace works and as a cyber psychologist this is exact relation that we study we look into that how is it impacting us because the communication is completely digital it lacks multiple triggers to our senses we cannot or uh, hear someone saying it you cannot have that tone to gauge whether it's a joke or whether serious offense you cannot see them so you don't have a body language to tell you whether they mean it or they're casual about it they're angry about it. that's missing there is there is only a text that you're visually reading now how you going to perceive it and interpret it is the way you are feeling at that moment Mm. let's say you have rushed up from your classes you have assignment pressure deadlines and at that point if there is a post or a you know a notification on your screen which shows uh, your friend holidaying somewhere or partying somewhere mm. you're not going to really have a reaction which is pleasant the first thought which will be like oh my god only my life sucks everyone is having fun Right. So, so this is how it triggers, and this is just one example. There are multiple, and now that you're aware of it, notice that in in the way the text brings out those emotions. This pause helps you identify what emotion is it triggering. So, mm-hmm. if something that you have read, which has put you in a very joyous mood and elevated mood, yeah. the pause will help you stay balanced in your uh, output or the reaction will change to the response mm. so if this one mantra mm. in every situation of life not just internet if you apply mm. you are going to be so much in control of your own actions and all your reactions can change to responses responses come with a responsibility which we must all be for all our actions and words unfortunately in the cyber space since we are all reacting we don't take up the responsibility that's why we become rude and mean to other people the pause helps you be very very polite thoughtful all of it so that is my one you know as uh, what do you say umbrella advice to all of us and which is very doable right yeah it's all that we can practice it's matter of 10 seconds max wow yeah that's that's really some really really good advice guys and i'm i'm so glad that we have her on our podcast and seriously guys whoever literally parents teachers bullied victims bullies whoever's this thing you really have to take this advice because trust me it helped me from whatever i went through and i'm pretty i'm very sure it's going to help you guys so please if you if you need go back rewind a little bit and actually hear out because what she said right now is really really important for what all of us are going through in our lives so thank you so much 
No, Nirali, ma'am. And I just have one last question to you. If there was one thing that, um, or some takeaway and advice from today's talk on bullying, what do you think it should be? Uh, if I have to, you know, say something to your generation and your age, uh, guys and you know, our listeners, uh, one thing that I would say is that mind your digital footprints. You're born in digital era. You all are going to spend most of your lives online, and I'm not. I'm not at all against this place. But if you are very watchful of your digital footprints, what you're leaving over there, what traces, you can have a very pleasant experience online. Digital footprints are made up of everything that you do online, from what you search, what you subscribe to, what you like, what you share, comment, post. uh what you're forwarding all of this makes up your digital footprint so mm-hmm. make sure that you have a relevant footprint your today's entertainment should not cost you tomorrow's dream university or a dream job right. you're not mindful of this you are going to have very pleasant experience and a pleasant identity online as well we are all moving into a space which is going to be much more advanced we are now going to enter the meta version of you know the entire online space where we will have avatars and all to deal with it's going to get more and more psychological more and more emotional in nature if at this point of time you understand this that how the internet space how certain for you know uh, social media sites or apps are making you feel right. you will be able to manage yourself much better online mm-hmm. so as as a good practice always follow uh, social media hygiene follow good etiquettes online being polite has never ever had any side no matter what mm. so you just hang on to this your footprints are also taken care of and you will also be a wonderful person to meet on man wow so guys we come to an end to the podcast um miss nirali how can one contact you if in case they're going through bullying or they need adv- any advice from you you can reach to us via our portal which is www.cyberbab.org We spell cyberbab as c y b e r b double a p cyberbab dot o r g is our portal. You can reach out to us. You can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter for regular updates on what we do, what kind of campaigns we are working on, when do we open internships. All of that information you can get from me. And last but not the least, I would love to say that. please take inspiration from Marlon's journey it's very important for us to step out of that victim zone and feel empowered and work towards bringing change he could have very well chosen that you know i've been victimized and feel sorry for himself and close that as a chapter but no he turned around himself into a cyber warrior and look at this wonderful initiative so take up a lesson from this as well you are the youth of our country you are our future if you put in these kind of initiatives we are going to have 
an amazing world to live. Thank you. Thank you so much, Molin. And wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much, ma'am. So with that thought, we come to an end of this podcast to break the silence and i thank all of you who made it a point to listen to the very end if you too want to be a part of this podcast you can connect with me on my instagram and my handle is @molen.tkr so this is me molen signing off see you soon in the next one have a wonderful week ahead